Welcome to November 2020. I sure am glad October is finished. I'm sure you are as well. It was a tough month. This month we have some life-altering energies that we are completely prepared to use for our benefit. We get to change the game, not by changing the rules, but by changing the rules of engagement. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Wasn't October a challenging month? Every day was something new in the drama, trauma, and chaos department, and the clash of energies was tiring. 2020 has been a rite of passage, starting with the January 12th Saturn-Pluto conjunction. And we're now heading towards the finish line. In November, we reclaim our power and get a glimpse of what's ahead. Almost all of the retrogrades end in November, so while you can take some time to regroup, release, and revive your energy, don't take too long because the action starts this month and you want to be fully present for it. Let's start with November's main energy theme, which is changing the rules of engagement. For so long, we've tried hard to change the rules of the 3D game since we thought that was part of the 3D, 5D Ascension integration. We've tried to be nice, polite, and compassionate. We've been the martyred healer, the support person, the generous healer. We've given till we had nothing left to give. We cried until we had no more tears. We dimmed our own lights so others wouldn't be dazzled and to help them feel more comfortable. And the game never changed. That's because we weren't supposed to change the rules of the 3D game or how it's played free will reigns in the 3D paradigm, and we can't force transformation or ascension on anyone or anything. What we can do is change how we engage with 3D. This is a battle that cannot be won by trying to heal others, to fit in, or beg for inclusion. We've been doing that for lifetimes, and it's never worked for us. We've already experienced the rejection, abandonment, persecution, and prosecution that results from trying to force our light into spaces where it isn't wanted or doesn't fit. To shift this paradigm, we must be self-aware, self-confident, and congruent in our own energy. We don't need to play the 3D game or try to respect its rules. To be honest, the reason that's been so hard for us is because we can't do that. 
it is not possible for us to participate in 3D at a level that makes us feel comfortable and successful. And until now, there has been nowhere else for us to go. So we sat on the sidelines and watched while others managed to create success and happiness while we tried to figure out where they got the playbook and how we missed out. But this changes now because we don't need to figure out the 3D rules or even change the paradigm. We need to change the rules of our own engagement. We do not have to sit on the sidelines of a crumbling 3D reality or try to figure out how to join it. All we need to do is decide what we're going to participate in and add an energetic level that is comfortable to us. Remember, it's about integration, not assimilation. Then we can watch as the addition of our energy and light changes the paradigm. Or we can create our own reality and enjoy ourselves as much as possible and let others come to us. I remember for many years wondering how others had life figured out and what I was missing. Even though I tried to participate at their level, I always failed and it never felt right for me. That's because I couldn't engage at the 3D level, even though I gave it my best shot. Now we have a whole new level of engagement available to us, thanks to the hard work we've been doing for so many lifetimes. How do you change the rules of engagement? You decide the reality you want and use your intention to start creating it. You don't have to worry about what others think or what they do. This is energetic sovereignty and it's going to be a primary driver in 2021. And you have to decide whether you want to live fully, freely, and joyfully or not. This is not about having a death wish. It's about fulfillment, joy, love, and living to your full potential. Whenever I think about this, I think about one of my very first coaching clients, a woman who called me because she was dying of terminal brain cancer and had no more than two weeks to live. I remember when she called and began talking, I could barely hear her. Her voice was so faint. She told me that she was dying. She had at most two weeks to live. Her condition was terminal. The cancer was in her brain. And she wanted to know if she had completed all her soul mission, if she was finished, and if it was okay for her to leave. And I remember as she was talking, thinking, if she's only got two weeks to live, why is she calling me? What can I possibly do for her or give her that would be of any comfort to her? So I let her talk and I answered her questions. And then I said to her, as we were nearing the end of our conversation, you know, you don't really have to die. And she said, oh, but I have terminal cancer. And I said, I know. But whether or not you die from the cancer is your choice. You don't have to die. In fact, you haven't really chosen to die or you wouldn't be talking to me. She said, well, what choice did I make? And I said, you haven't made a choice to live. And there was this long pause at the other end of the line. I said, are you still there? And she said, I need to go. And she hung up. I didn't hear from her again. I thought, okay, well, I guess she's upset and she was dying. So I didn't hear from her for a while. And I thought she had passed away. She did have terminal brain cancer. About six months later, my phone rings and it's her. She's still alive. And she said to me, 
I have to thank you for what you said, even though at the time it was so upsetting to me, I had to hang up. But she said, you're right. I had not made the choice to live. I was just waiting for an excuse to go away because my life was so hard. I felt it was so tough to be here. And this cancer was a good way to leave. But she said, after I talked to you, I realized I needed to make a choice to live. I had other things to do. I had things I wanted to accomplish. By the way, she was not that old. She was maybe in her early 40s, I think. So she made the choice to live. And somehow the cancer went away. She lived another seven years until a friend of hers, who was also my client, called me and told me that she had died. And I talked to her at various times during that seven-year period. And she always came back to that first conversation we'd had about making a choice to live. And there were some odd dynamics with her family and her husband. And I knew that eventually she would have to make a choice. She would have to move on in her own life or eventually she would have to pass away. And she made that choice. And she called me before she died. And we had spoken about some of the problems she was having. And I I told her, you have a big choice coming up and you have to decide what you're going to do. I wish she hadn't made that choice. She was truly an amazing woman, but she did and she's gone. But what I told her is what I'm going to tell you too. And this will come up again later on in this article on this podcast for the November uh, 2020 energy report. And that is you have to make the choice to live not exist, not survive, not hope you make it from one minute to the next, but to really live fully, freely, and joyfully. That's a choice each one of us has to make. And that's a choice that is going to take us into 2021. In November, we see the end of Mercury and Mars retrogrades, which is going to release all the energy limitation that we felt the entire month of October. It's going to take Mars a while to get out of shadow on January 3rd, to be specific. And that's okay, because we don't need to deal with another Mars square Saturn-Pluto this month. We have other things going on. The biggest aspect in November is the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction, which is a beneficial aspect and offsets some of the harshness of the Saturn-Pluto energies that have been turning the entire 3D paradigm upside down, inside out, backwards, forwards, and sideways. I don't know anyone whose life has not been profoundly impacted by the 2020 energies in some way, and the year isn't over yet, but relief is on the way. We also have an important new moon in Virgo on the 15th. That is an example of the November changing the rules of engagement theme. Virgo is the sign of the servant and the healer, representing the work that we do on both material and spiritual levels. As a healer, we're either that martyred healer or the empowered master. As a servant, we are either in service as a servant or of service, serving from our own energy, power, and light. While Virgo is said to be ruled by Mercury, I think Chiron should be the ruler of Virgo. And it's a better ruler in terms of Chiron representing the wounded healer, which then becomes the martyred healer and the servant in service or the empowered master and being of service. And it represents our spiritual path and how we engage with 3D realities and our karma and whether or not we are ruled by our karma as the martyred healer or we become empowered and overcome our karma as the 
Empowered Master. This new moon is the end of the Saturn-Pluto joyride, which was not very joyful, and winds up that aspect in such a wonderful and peaceful way. It's an example of the extreme confidence and self-awareness that is available to us with clarity and congruence that is so clear and so self-assured that we don't have to broadcast it to the world. Imagine what your life would be like if you were so self-confident and certain of your power that you could move through life with effortless grace and ease. So clear about your mission and purpose that you could choose how to experience them drama, trauma, and chaos-free. This is what we're approaching in 2021. Then at the end of November, we have an eclipse that's a bit of a wild card. This one sets off energy we first experienced in November 2012, with an eclipse at nearly the same degree. What were we doing then? We were all getting ready for the end of the world, or something like that, which was supposed to happen on 12-12-12 or 12-21-12. Since that didn't happen, we get another chance to see this through. No, the world isn't going to end, but the world as we have known it is going through some big changes. And finally, if you've been feeling left out of the process, alone, stuck, and isolated, aside from any lockdowns or restrictions, get ready for some big changes starting in mid-December when we have a very rare Saturn-Pluto conjunction at zero Aquarius. This is one for the record books. The final Mars-Pluto square and an eclipse all on the same day. And to give you some encouragement, let me share another client's story with you. This is a story of peace and redemption that's about a client who overcame life-altering trauma to find joy, love, and peace again. This was also an early coaching client. And this woman called me and said she wanted me to coach her, that she had some healing to do and she wanted my help with it. And I said, okay. And then she proceeded to tell me that she had gone through some serious, serious trauma. Her husband and her daughter were both killed in a car accident. Her daughter was, I think, 10 years old. And she hadn't been out of her house in over two years. She had friends who did her shopping, who checked up on her, but she had not physically left her house in over two years. And to be honest, the very first time we talked when she told me her story, I said, you know, I think I'm not really equipped to handle this level of trauma. I'm not a grief counselor. Maybe you should go see a professional psychologist or someone who has training in that area. And she said, no, I've already done that. I've already talked to a number of people. I need you. And I said, okay, I'm willing to help however I can. And the process was slow. I had a great deal of respect and compassion for her pain and her grief. I knew that she would have to move very slowly there was something that she was not yet ready to see, something about the accident. And I knew that it was, at least in the beginning, forbidden territory. And if you're an intuitive like I am and an energy reader like I do, or you do counseling or that kind of coaching, you recognize pieces of a client's memory or pieces of their experience that they're not ready to see yet and you can't push it. You have to slowly work your way into that. So over the course of the next year, we worked through some issues until she actually was able to leave her house with a friend to go to the grocery store. It's the first time she'd been outside her front door in now it was three years, but it's the first time she'd been to the grocery store in over three years. 
And then soon she was going out, again, accompanied with a friend. I made sure that she had a friend with her just in case she had a problem. And she was beginning to feel more and more comfortable. And then one day it was time to reveal the block to her. It was time to tell her what it was that had so traumatized her. And I had known about it for a while, but I knew it wasn't the right time to tell her. So as we were talking, she finally asked me about the accident, about what happened. The accident had happened just a block away from her house. And she said to me, oh, they were setting off fireworks. And I said, no, those weren't fireworks. The bang you heard, and there were a, a couple of loud bangs. I said, the bang you heard was the accident. It was that loud. I don't remember how they were hit, but they were hit by a vehicle moving at high speed and they were killed instantly. I said, the loud bangs you heard was the accident. And I said, you must have known because I think that's the moment that you shut down. So she cried and we talked about it some more. And after about, I think she worked with me for a year and a half. And then came the day when I said, I think you're ready. I think we're done here. And she acknowledged that she was ready. It was time for her to move on. But during that period, she had met someone, started a relationship, and was preparing to sell the home she lived in, which was the home she'd owned with her husband, and to move away. And then about six months after we finished coaching, I spoke to her again. She called me, and she had moved away. She had sold a house. She was now married and expecting another child and was running a business that she loved. And she said, you know, when I first spoke to you, I never thought that I would be able to get over the pain, to get over the trauma. If you had told me this would be my life, I would have thought you were talking about somebody else. She said, I would have just hung up. I could not envision my life this way. She said, I am happy. I love my life. I love my husband. I love what I do. I am so glad that I got a second chance. So there is a chance for redemption, and it doesn't matter how much pain you suffered, how much trauma has happened in your life, how sad you are, how much you're grieving. There's always a chance at redemption. If you can open your heart and see the peace, joy, love, and fulfillment that is possible for you, if you just take it one day at a time and sometimes even one tiny step at a time. November is a month for us to change the rules of engagement, how we engage with life, how we engage with ourselves, how we engage with our soul. Have a great month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.